Hello, you're listening to Spirit Life Teachings with T. Jason Price, founder of Power for Freedom Ministries. Check out full sermons, encouraging words, and more on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and website, all linked in our show notes. Now, here's T. Jason Price. Let's pray, and we're going to get started tonight on Spirit Life talking about freedom journey. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your word. We ask that you would help all of us grow and mature as the people you called us to be, that we would use our gifts to build the kingdom, that we would take our time and our resources and give them to you, that, Father, you would become the most important thing in our life, and not because we have to, God, but because we want to, that our hearts would move. So open our eyes and open our ears that we may hear and see your truth, that we may develop in us who you called us to be without hindrance, without all the other things that are involved with this life. And I know, Father, they can be uh, trying and tiresome, and, but God, you have a plan for all of us. And I pray tonight that we hear that, we receive that, and that, God, we pursue you with everything we have. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. All right, so as we get started, I'm going to hold up this book. You have to let me know if you can see it okay. Uh, Freedom Journey. So Freedom Journey started many, many years ago. I believe somewhere around 2003, five. It's been a long time. Uh, we won't go through all of it tonight, but we just want to let you know a little bit about Freedom Journey and if it's for you and it's for everybody. So uh, let me explain that. It's not a recovery program, uh, but it is. It's not for people to grow in their gifting, but it is. Uh, so it's a little bit of everything because it all goes together, okay? Uh, there is no really one part of our life where freedom is not essential for doing our call with God and our gifts with God. So whether you are called to be a pastor, evangelist, a prophet, apostle, teacher, uh, you know, we've got to have our place, like our heart, our home, right in a good place with us, in a right place with God. Uh, but we need, you know, our conscience to be clear. We want to keep growing and maturing. And as we grow and mature, God will continuously grow us and mature us on the inside as it manifests on the outside. And what does that mean? Well, in a little bit more simpler terms, it means as we grow, more things in our life start to come out. In other words, the conviction of God starts to show us things about our life that we may not have known a year ago. So, uh, you know, we call it freedom journey because it really is a journey. And as you continue to develop your gifting with the Lord, you will find more areas in life where you need freedom. Now, this doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you as far as uh, you've got demonic problems and you've got all these things. I mean, you may have that. I don't know who's watching tonight. And if you do, uh, Jesus is the answer. And Freedom Journey will help you get through that as well. If you have addictions, Freedom Journey will help you with that. Or if you're just stuck, you know, like if you can't get past where you are with your walk with God or it may be in your call. Uh, and if you're a leader and, you know, you have a church or you have a ministry and you're kind of stuck, we believe that, you know, we find that part in our life where we're kind of stuck there. And we believe here at PFFM or Power for Freedom Ministries that we find freedom that only Jesus can give. And that's 99, I can't say 100, but 99.9% .9 of the time what gets us stuck. And it's not normally, you know, that big red flag waving in front of you that all of us could say. And I'll give you an example of that. Uh, you know, if you play video games and you're addicted to them and you're playing video games 20 hours a day, that seems excessive, but maybe 15 hours a day, you know what I mean, uh, and you can't get free from it, uh, you would go to a freedom journey and say, well, my issue is video games. And it would be pretty obvious, and, you know, you'd work through that. 
But most of the time, the enemy in our life is very crafty, very, uh, you know, kind of behind the scenes where we don't really know what's going on. We just know there's something, you know, and maybe you have a problem with sin that is uh, external, like, you know, maybe it's a drinking or smoking or swearing, or maybe it's addiction to food or pornography or lust or something like that, you know, and that comes on manifest on the outside, uh, but we know it's true to be started in our heart, and we know something inside of us uh, needs to get healed, needs to be free from whatever's giving us those desires. We want to make sure that as we go through the process of freedom in all of our life, I mean, who the sun sets free is free indeed, John chapter 8, we want to make sure that we get a real freedom in Jesus, not in willpower. I I talked about willpower last week. Willpower is not God power. Uh, And too many of us, unfortunately, uh, live a life just, you know, really pressured and structured by our own devices that we've created in our life and our own kind of little prison almost that as long as we do X, Y, and Z, you know, we will be successful in our freedom. But that's not freedom. Uh, That's you willpower or you overcoming it in your own strength but someday you'll get tired and you'll have a bad day or something will happen and you'll pick that thing back up and for the, for those of us that don't really know what it is we're not you know forcing imageries or ideas or trying to plant things there we're simply going into our life and we're finding out where as we grow where something you know kind of got in the way of that growth uh, and it doesn't always have to be a big thing to everyone else but if it's enough to stop you uh, as far as pursuing God, it's a big thing. And a lot of people, commitment-wise, you know, they get so close and they stop. And they, well, you know, maybe it's just I'm not a person I commit. Well, I don't remember a time where that commitment was rooted into a really hurtful place in a person where every time they got close to someone, they got hurt. And that developed in that person a very hurtful place connecting to, you know, getting committed. It meant uh, vulnerability to them. It meant being hurt. And so we had to go in and we worked through that through this process of uh, freedom journey here, the, the weeks, the seven weeks involved in the process. And we got into the root of it. And that person is uh, doing much better now. And I could tell you stories and stories and stories of people whose lives have absolutely changed, uh, not because of the program, uh, not because of myself, uh, but because of the Lord, the Holy Spirit that's in our healing. He's, he's the reason that we have freedom in our life. The Freedom Journey program is not going to deliver or heal or set any of you free. It simply opens your eyes up to the one who can. And we know that that person's Jesus. We know that power is through the Holy Spirit. You know, so we get your hopes in programs. We get our hopes in God. We get our hopes in the one that can actually bring freedom into our life. And then, you know, some people ask me, well, uh, as a person does a lot of prophetic ministry and you know, what does freedom have to do with, uh, how did you get into it? Well, I myself in my early years struggled uh, and I got delivered from a bunch of things and thank God that he had mercy and grace and time for me. And because of that, it kind of developed a need that I found in my life that no matter what you're called to, it, it didn't matter if your gifting was prophetically or apostolic or if you were teaching children or leading a church uh, or simply a worship team or uh, do anything that you'll say. I don't mean simply as in it's not a big deal, but I mean to what you would say is just a simple thing. But, you know, we all need it. it. It didn't necessarily just be for those that were really struggling because the external things were the ones that most programs were for. Most of them were for the big picture stuff. And we need it for them. We need it for addictions and all those things. And But a lot of what was hurting people, and myself included in the very beginning, was what was in my heart, what was inside that you didn't even know was in there. And so Freedom Journey 
to me became an essential part of my life and kind of what I would go through every year anyway. So the Lord uh, developed it into a, a seven-week thing, and that's how Freedom Journey became to be. And so no two of them are the same. Uh, you could attend one last time I did one and attend it again. They'll never be the same because they're Holy Spirit-led. Uh, we have Bible verse, and we let the Lord lead us uh, and direct us into where we find uh, that freedom is attainable or where we can at least get our eyes open to it. There's a part that God does, and you know he's never, ever late. He's always on time. He never fails. He never gets tired. He always does his part, and there's a part that we have to do. And once our eyes are open to it, uh, we have to be able to receive that. And to me, personally, uh, out of all the freedom journeys I've done and been a part of, and I say done as in I've gone through them as well as lead them, that's the hardest part, is the part that we have to do. The part that we say, well, the, the Lord has brought this to my attention, and now I have to do my part in receiving this. And it never ends. I, I would like to tell you that you could do one or two freedom journeys. I'm not doing this to to plug in freedom during that you need to do it. I'm just telling you that this walk in life of continuously searching uh, and continuously leaning into God and being convicted and growing, it never ends. You never wake up one day arrives, right? Even Paul said, I don't preach this as someone who has arrived, but, you know, someone who's pressing in. So we all, uh, you know, need to continue to give our life over to the Lord, the trusting of his guidance, the trusting of his Holy Spirit, and you may say, well, I feel pretty good. And I do. I, I, I hear you and I understand that. Uh, but as we press into that high call, I believe I preached this uh, a couple of months ago. You know, not all of us are aware, sorry, but not all of us are aware uh, at how much more there is. Not all of us are aware of what we could achieve because we don't even realize we're at a plateau. We don't realize that we're at a place uh, where we haven't grown in a long time. So, you know, if you're struggling with the same thing, and yeah, I'm talking about outward, but inward as well, the whole thing. And let me touch on that for a minute. Uh, you know, to me, sin is sin. Struggle is struggle. I find that in the Bible to be true, that all sin, all falling short, you know, we need God's help. All struggles, anything that keeps you from pursuing the kingdom of God, pursuing your call in your life, it's a big deal. Whether it's a big deal to anyone else, it doesn't matter. So, don't look at your life and say, well, I'm not this or that. Look at your life and say, am I growing with God? Am I farther along than I used to be? Am I really seeing a change in my last year to this year or last month or last week, depending on how fine you know you zoom in on your life? And if you're not, well, we know it's not God who's failing. We know it's not God who's uh, you know, saying, I can't. And we have to take that responsibility in ourselves. And sometimes it's just a matter of breaking the pride and, and breaking the mindset of, I, I'm there, I arrived, there's, there's nothing more I need. And we do need to continuously grow. And at 12 years old, Jesus was found in a temple. He was 12 years old. And he said, what are you doing? His parents, and he said, well, you know, I'm doing uh, my father's business. So he knew at that age, he knew at that age what the Lord uh, had intended and who he was. And yet it took him until 33, not that he took that long and everything, but it was God's plan. He went through all the process and he grew in favor of man and favor of the father every day uh, until he was 33 years old. So he continuously grew and grew and matured into the day uh, that he started his ministry. And it's a great example for all of us to say, okay, uh, if even Jesus, when he knows, and he knew he was the son of God, uh, you know, he knows and, and can appreciate the process and the Father growing in favor of man, the favor of the Lord, read it in your Bible, 
we need to do that as well. And part of our growth is getting freedom, is getting to that place where we can receive that growth. You know, things that the Lord can say to me now, and I'm sure a lot of you can testify to this, he couldn't have said to you a year ago or two years ago. Uh, you weren't ready to handle it, not in the sense of maturity of the deepness of it, but in the sense of uh, the responsibility or in the conviction. You just would have got mad or you would have been upset or you would have said, oh, God's just picking on me. God's being angry at me. Uh, and now he can say the same thing to you with a healthy, healed part of you in that area. And you can actually hear him. You hear him for for what he's actually saying to you. A lot of you have been hurt in church, uh, you know, especially uh, with leadership. If you're trying to get into leadership, it's one of the number one things that people get hurt with in church is leadership. Uh, almost everyone uh, that's ever been, you know, going up through the lines become something has had an experience with someone, uh, whether it's a pastor, a deacon, an elder, or in some of your cases, maybe it was apostle, a prophet, evangelist, a pastor, a teacher, uh, whoever it was. Uh, but, you know, a lot of why we get hurt is because you know, we get held to a standard as we all grow and we get into leadership or ministry positions. Uh, there's an expectation that, um, you know, you're ready to go through what you signed up for. And that's not a great way of saying it, but you know, what I, you know what I'm saying there. That we say, hey, I want this with the Lord. Well, this comes with it. And a lot of times we're just, we're not ready on the inside. We're ready with gifting, right? Church has done a great job of that, of promoting gifting. But sometimes foundation, sometimes the understanding Sometimes the, the wholeness or the wellness of the person is overlooked because the gifting is so strong. And that's not very healthy for the person. It may benefit that ministry or church at that time, but that person eventually will come to a crossroads in their life uh, where that freedom in that area is not evident. And it'll be the thing that holds you back. And I'm not saying that it can't be the, the, the external things. It absolutely can be. But I believe with all my heart and over all the years I've been doing this uh, for over about two decades now, it is always something deep in your heart. It's always uh, a, an attitude you placed or something you experienced or something that happened to you or something that maybe it's not real, but it was a perception to you that became truth. Uh, it was a way that you processed something. And you can't argue with people that believe and feel the way they feel, whether it's true or not. We can't argue that they don't feel that because they do. And maybe tonight you're listening to this and you're saying, well, you don't know what I've been through or I feel this, I feel that. I know. Uh, you know, as a, as a person that moves in a prophetic, the Lord will show me into people's lives and I'll see these hurts and these wounds. And, you know, it's definitely something there that God can move and he can deal with and he can, he can operate in relieving you or setting you free from that. But it's also one of those things that a lot of people hold on to and they hold on to them with a lot of strength, with a lot of passion and zeal because they need that thing, whatever it is, whether it makes sense or not, doesn't matter to an outside perspective. They need that to hold on for safety. Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you that's right where the Lord likes to, to push in as you grow because he wants to be your everything. God wants to be the Lord of everything of your life. He wants to be the Lord, the King, the everything. You know, he wants, he wants you to make him number one over everything else. And not make you as in force you. He wants to, to help you do that by releasing these things in your life that would hold you back and allowing who he is, the love of who he is, the power, the anointing, yes, all that, to get into your life and fill that void. And when that happens, when you see that prophetically looking at somebody and, and you can see that, and maybe some of you who know me or, or watch me somewhere 
I don't know, live stream or somewhere ministering, you'll say, I uh, can see when you were a child, this, this, and this, and we don't really get into it publicly. Uh, but what's basically happening here is the Lord saying to the person, you know, it's time to deal with these things. It's time uh, to let these things go because there's somewhere I want to take you. Now, do I believe that every time we get free that we go to, I don't like this term, but you'll know what I mean, like a higher level or a, a deeper understanding with God? Well, absolutely. Absolutely, I believe that. I believe that as we get free and as we release uh, the chains that hold us down or the, the thoughts, the mindset, you know, all the, the junk that holds us down, it allows truth to come into our life. And as that truth comes into our life, that truth is going to set you free. And we know that to be true according to the word. We shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And as you get that freedom through truth, obviously you're going to grow because you're going to be able to step into a place that you weren't able to before you received that freedom. Now, I know I've said a lot in a short amount of time, but that, to, that is what Freedom Journey uh, is for, to help you achieve the freedom in your area in all those walks of life. And yes, there are testimonies of people uh, that had a drug problem and they stopped. People who are running from God, and he went back. Uh, I have testimonies of people who have been through almost anything you can think of. In fact, when we lead the class, I tell people, you'll never say something I haven't heard before. Because sin is nothing new, and struggles is nothing new. It's been around since the beginning of time, since the garden. And we know that Jesus came that we would have freedom and have life and have life more abundantly. And the enemies come to kill, steal, and destroy. So we know the patterns of the enemy and we know what God has planned for us that is good uh, and is fruitful. And he has always given us through his son and through the power of the Holy Spirit. He's always given us the tools we need and the ability to receive that freedom and press on and to move forward. So I want to encourage you. You might be thinking tonight, well, I'm free. Uh, you know, I don't have anything going on. Hey, I'm with you. I like to believe that about myself. And yet every single freedom journey I have done, uh, I have been convicted in one of the weeks, and I, I sometimes tell the people, sometimes I don't, but, and the Lord has always blessed me with a, a new level of freedom, of understanding, of a place in my life where I may have not even known I had a wall up. Uh, you know, we have spent a lot of time in our life, not saying everybody, but a lot of us, building walls and keeping up defenses. And, you know, for a lot of people, they are so deep-rooted in you, we say things like, well, that's just who I am. Well, that's just my personality. And we make excuses for it, and they become acceptable excuses because everyone around us, all they know. But if we hold ourselves accountable to the Word of God and to the, the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in our life, if we hold ourselves accountable to that, then to a degree we all should be the same in the sense of the evidence of God in our life. If the Bible says they'll know us by our unity or by our love for one another, right? So there is a place that all of us should get where they would say, outsiders would say, people that are in the kingdom, all you Christians act alike. You all love. You all have mercy and grace. You all give. You're all happy. You're all. That's not a bad thing. When we represent the character, the nature of Jesus Christ on a big level of unity and unified, if we would do that across this nation, what a powerful thing it would be. I believe it would be even more powerful than if we all prophesied or had signs and wonders or healing and deliverance. If we could all get our hearts to line up to the Word of God, and all of our hearts lined up to the Word of God would line up to each other, there would be such a conviction of the truth across this nation, uh, it would change this country in a short amount of time. 
Now, signs and wonders and prophecy and healings, deliverance, they can all be, uh, you know, twisted by an angel of light. We know the enemy can make fake things. Read about Pharaoh's magicians throwing down their staff with Moses as well. And we know that in the end times there will be people that get deceived. We know that the Antichrist spirit is coming. And Timothy were warned about it. And false prophets and false teachers. And I don't want to get into all that, but we know it's coming. But the one thing the enemy absolutely never will be able to do is change the hearts of men and women for God. He'll never make people nice or merciful or full of joy and peace and love and kindness and mercy. He'll never do those things. He'll, he'll always kill, steal, and destroy because that's what he does. And so we look at our life, and we look at our life, and we look at the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. We look at the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. We look at anointings. We look at power. We look at all these things that God gives us. And you can look at your life if you're, if you're honest enough to do it, you can open your eyes and you can see in your life where you may not be where you want to be uh, according to Scripture, according to the promises, the, uh, the anointing that God provides us. In those areas, I would say, let's find out why. Let's get in there. Let's you know grab that thing and we will rip it by its roots and get rid of it and not let it ever come back. I'm not saying demonically, I, a mindset, a thought process, a pattern a behavior, uh, just something that you've grabbed a hold of. We want to get rid of those things, uh, and we want to fill it with the Holy Spirit. We want to fill it up. You know, you hear people in church pray all the time, more of the Holy Spirit, more of the Holy Spirit. And I think there are some people who don't have all of the Holy Spirit they could have, not that he didn't give them, but that he had places in their heart that are already occupied, that they haven't given that place up to God. And so I would encourage you. Freedom Journey will help you get through this extremely long <laughs> uh, examples that I've given you an explanation of what it is. Uh, and as you can tell, I'm passionate about it because it meant a lot to me. I, I didn't have much of anything in ministry until the Lord brought freedom in my life. Uh, and again, if you're a prophetic person, if you operate in those things, you really want to make sure that your heart and your mind, that you are your soul, that you are, uh, you know, free, cleansed, clear-minded, conscious, because you want the Lord to talk to you and you want to be able to relate that without having anything get in the way of it. You don't want any preconceived hurts, I mean ideas or hurts or wounds or things uh, that may have happened in your past to press into those things that you give and kind of muddy the waters up. You want a pureness about yourself. I would say that about all of you in ministry and all of you if you're not yet in ministry and all of you if you don't know what your ministry is or if you don't even know your gift because freedom is what Christ died for, to set us free, to set the captives free, to free us from the curse, from the law of death. I mean, he paid a high price for you to have freedom. Uh, and so, you know, from my heart to yours, you can say from gifting to gifting, from uh, anointing to anointing, however you want to say it. But it means a lot to me to see you be free, to see everyone get free. And so we're offering this. It is free to everybody. All you got to do, I will put it in the comments here, is go to the website, pffministries.org. You can sign up. It costs you nothing to do that. Uh, and we make this free by the support of you out there watching. And we want to take time. And I know on Spirit Life, I don't really get time to say this. I usually do it at the end. But I just want all of you to know, we appreciate, at PFM here, we appreciate, my wife Jenny, myself, we appreciate you very much for helping support this ministry financially. I know people don't like talking about money. It seems to be a thing we don't, I'm not a fan of in ministry. But, you know, with the books and the, the ability to do it, the Zoom, the heating, all the stuff that happens, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be able to happen without supporters, people like you who donate to the ministry. And we want to thank you and let you know you are helping. 
You may not physically be there. You might not actually be able to come, but you are helping build the kingdom. You are enabling us to be able to give these uh, freedom journeys that are free, the deliverance class was free. Uh, you're able to do these things because of your support. I'm able to be online right now because of you, and we want to make sure we take the time to say thank you. And for those of you uh, wondering, how can you be a part of helping and growing the kingdom? Again, you know what I'm going to say. Go to pffministries.org. Go right to the web page. You can click on there to donate uh, as well as partner with the ministry. Uh, we did have some issues with the partnering form on the ministry. So if you partnered with us, please go do it again. We had a little bit of a technical issue there. We're getting it worked out. But you can donate with, uh, uh, I'm sorry, you can donate right there to the ministry or you can partner with us in prayer or with a donation or both. And we, listen, we honor and respect all of you who take the time to do that. So if we don't get back to you, please let us know. It's not that we don't want to. It's just sometimes stuff doesn't come through. Amen. I know technology, believe it or not, doesn't always work. But we, my wife and I were talking about, we want you to know, hey, we do. We respect you, honor you. Thank you very much for your time and all that you do, even sharing these videos, all that. And if we don't get back to you, please don't think we're not trying to get back. Uh, but sometimes the technical part doesn't always work. Come on, back to Freedom Journey. Starts next Tuesday. Go online pffministries.org. Uh, sign up. Whether you're going to be live in person or on Zoom, please sign up so we know who's coming. Everything else, pffministries.org. will be there Thursday for Power Prayer. We're taking communion. Uh, we had someone ask if we'll Zoom it. I'm not sure, but reach out. We'll let you know if we can do that. We're going to have live music, and I'll be in Windsor on the 10th. And if you have any questions about Freedom Journey between now and then, feel free to reach out to us. You can call the phone number. 717-537-PFFM. You can email the ministry right there on our page. And listen, we hope to see you there. Again, share this video. Send it around to your friends and family, anyone you think would be interested. Uh, for Freedom Journey, you watching on YouTube, go ahead and send it as well. And the podcast, let people know about it. And we're excited to see you. Let me pray with you. And uh, I'll let you get on to your evening. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your word. We ask that you would help those that need Freedom Journey, that would find that this would be a time that would work for them, uh, that their schedules, they would be able to make that time that they would set in their heart, that they're going to commit to the process, they're going to go through it, and that 2024 is not going to look like 2023. They're going to move forward. They're going to get rid of their hurts, the obstacles, maybe even the things they don't even know they have. That, Father, they're going to really pursue you and make you urgent in this coming year. Make you a priority and figure out why, God, it's hard to make you a priority. They're going to figure it out this year. Your Holy Spirit, you're going to bring that to them. And, Father, through the power of your anointing, you're going to bring freedom and healing and deliverance in many, many lives. We thank you and pray a blessing on all those who support this ministry and, uh, and bless us with prayers and financially. Father, we ask that you would just pour out your blessing on all those that uh, have been touched by this ministry, prophetically or in a service or hands laid on, however it was, that, God, you keep expanding their uh, spiritual uh, atmosphere, their, their realm that you've given them to minister in, that you would expand that in their life, that you would pour out gifts on them, that you would let their uh, gifting come alive. If they're not sure what it is, you would make it evident, that you would grow it and strengthen it. Now, Father, you would make it so very clear this year, so very clear, God, of what you have for them. That, Father, you would just shake them. You would shake them. That it would be impossible for them to miss what you have for them 
for this coming year and for the other parts of our life. That every excuse, every obstacle, everything that's been in a way, that, Father, you would break those things off, that they would cooperate with you, that they wouldn't resist your working, that they wouldn't push down your small uh, but powerful voice, that they would press into you, that they let that whisper in the cave, not the earthquake, the rocks, the fire, they, the wind, they would just let that whisper speak to them. They would hear it through everything else, God, and that this would be a turning point in their life. And, Father, we pray. We pray, God, that those that have left uh, ministry churches, those that have walked away, the prodigals, as we call them, that you would bring them back, that this would be a year that they would come back, that those that have been hurt, those that have been wounded, those that have made uh, their decision that they're never doing this again, those that have been lied to by the enemy, those that have said in their heart, I'm done, that, Father, you would get them and stand them up and bring them back this year, that they would come back on fire for you, ready to serve, ready to put their hand in the plow in that kingdom and keep moving forward. Father, we thank you for a turning point in all of our lives that this coming year will not look like last year, will not look like the year before, that we will grow and grow and grow in you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. This Sunday, I'll be in Windsor. Uh, and I'm going to be talking about what I believe is coming, uh, what the Lord is doing in 2024. And no, it will not be uh, that this is the year of or that. Uh, I want to talk to you about what I believe God is showing for his church as far as us individually with our hearts uh, and what our callings are and what we're supposed to be doing and some things uh, that we really need to start doing. We uh, spoke four years ago about this year coming, and I believe there's something significant for the body. That means for the church that we are all supposed to really grab a hold of. So if you're in the area or Zoom, uh, not Zoom, Facebook Live, uh, we want or YouTube, we want to have you and join us on this Sunday at 10 a.m. in Windsor and Freedom Journey on Tuesday. What is that date, Hannah? Tuesday, January 2nd. Thank you. At 7 p.m. at our Windsor location. All right. Well, listen, thank you for your time. God bless you. God bless you. God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode of PFFM Spirit Life Teachings. If you have any questions or comments, need prayer, or just want to reach out, please call or text 717-537-PFFM or email us at info at God bless.